When I tragically lost my dad, I was abused by the world, broken and in need of something to help mend me and put me back together. And that's when I found Jesus. Real life starts now. This is Real Life Radio Show with On Leg. I felt alone. I felt lost. I felt scared. Real stories. I was so desperate in living such a dark and callous life. Real people. I was thinking there was no purpose for my life. There's no reason for me to be here. Real problems. I told my dad, if you try to take these drugs, I'm going to kill you. One solution, God. Hope is a person, and his name is Jesus. And now your host, On Leg. Hi, this is Evangelist Anlay. Welcome to the Real Life Radio Show, where we're going to talk about real people who had real problems, but they found answers in a real God. Today, we have Amber Buteau, and she had this perfect Christian life, basically like a Brady Bunch life. Her father was an excellent man of faith who guided his family. Everyone felt secure in the wake of his faith and everything he did for the family until one day, their car was tragically hit by a drunk driver going 100 miles an hour and where Amber was waiting to see her dad. And then she found out that her dad had died and that left her in this state of hopelessness. And she started telling us about how she got into basically leaving her old morals of her past and going into the world and like saying, you know, there's no hope. So let's just do what everybody else is doing, partying, drinking, medicating from all the responsibilities that happened in her life. And she's going to talk about how her life was changed and how she regained hope on our show today. Amber, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me back. Yeah. Well, Amber, I mean, honestly, I really appreciate you sharing this really touchy subject because... Yeah. You know, something like this, it's difficult to talk about. So I wanted to let you know that we really appreciate you sharing everything that you're sharing. Yeah. Yeah. So in our last show, you were talking about how as you're going through kind of this fuzzy phase of your life and you didn't really know the direction of your life, that the world ended up abusing you in this state of hopelessness. Tell me a specific instance of that. Well, you know, I think when you talk about the fuzziness of life and when you lose hope, Losing hope loses direction. Mm. And when you get lost in that world, you just start trusting whatever's in front of you. Mm. And that became something I just wasn't familiar with. And I put my naive trust in a lot of people who then violated me, abused me physically, mentally. I got into bad, broken relationships that I trusted my heart with that before I probably never would have. You know, and because of pain and hardship, and I was so naive in it that I just started trusting, you know, people that I shouldn't have. Like anybody, anybody and everybody, right? Yeah, yeah. And I just started following their behaviors. And that belief sets in of, oh, well, I've done it once, so I might as well just keep doing it, Mm, you know, or you just don't see why not, you know, it's an escape. And so you start drinking and going out and looking for the next big hype to take you away, the next big party, the next bar, Mm. you know, all of that, which leads you into that world of trusting something that is just going to basically end up hurting you. How did that hurt you? Like, how did you end up feeling at the end of all that as, you know, you're doing it? And just completely broken. Oh. You know, that old cliche, when you've hit in your lowest, your back's against the ground, but you have nowhere but to look up. That's genuinely where I ended up. Wow. So you were feeling depressed. 
you were feeling oh, yeah. down. I mean, you feel so ashamed. You feel guilty. You feel like hiding. That really pushed me into isolation a lot, you know, into that split life kind of thing, you know, where by day I would live one way and by night I lived another. And you just wouldn't think that I would struggle with those type things because I had the persona of the all-American blonde hair, blue-eyed girl. But by day I tried to live up to that image and by night I was struggling with what the world was doing to me and the choices I was making. And then it starts to isolate you from good, you know, the Mm. goodness of your life. And then you find almost like a comfort in the wrong, which is crazy, but it is what happened. You know, I kind of found where drinking and going out felt more comfortable than not and being responsible, going to church or doing something good, like going to work and staying on schedule and staying on time. That felt uncomfortable, like almost out of your skin. Yeah. Wow. And the other starts to feel comfortable. You just get so used to living that life. Uh I was tired of my own self. I was tired of my own mistakes. I was tired of the hurts and the pains and all of that. And that's when I found myself at my lowest point. Wow. So how did you find hope again in Jesus after being so mistreated by the world? You know, inside, I knew that I needed to find something to pull me out. Because I had known Jesus prior to, I knew that he was the answer. I didn't know how to find him on my own. Mm -hmm. I just knew that I cried out. I just said, I'm tired of living this way. How do I find you, Lord? How do I get help from you? And I went to church and I went to my first Christian counselor. At that point, I rededicated my life at church. I went down and I said, Lord, I need you like I've never needed you in my life before. And I repented. I asked for forgiveness. And repentance was, you know, you have to stop doing what you were doing and turn and go a different way. Right. right? Yeah. He forgives us, but we have to turn. And I wasn't even sure how to turn. So Uh, I went to a Christian counselor who told me to go that day and buy a Bible and buy a great book called Boundaries by Henry Cloud. And I think that's amazing because just like you said, some people want to turn but they don't know how to. Like, they feel like they kind of want to. And sometimes I feel like the longer someone sits in that feeling without any action, that that desire can easily be melted away, you know? Yeah. You know, you still have your same friends, right? Just because you go to church one day and you repent and ask the Lord to come into your life or rededicate your life, you turn out of there and it's still the same thing when you leave. So at that point, when I say the rubber meets the road and I had to say no to my friends when they were all calling me and asking me to go out. And I literally sat in my living room crying while they were all out having fun. But I knew that I didn't want to live that life anymore. And I knew just not going was better than going. So I read my books. I found some good movies that I like to watch and watch them and cried reading my Bible, my book for... Oh, a good couple of months every night to keep myself from going to the ways that I had been living. But then in this time, you know, instead of just kind of being a Christian, you actually discovered a real relationship with the Lord during this time. Yeah, I found my best friend. I found my counselor. I found my father. I found my comfort. 
my peace. You know, it's crazy when you live a life like that, that split life. It's almost like living a life on a roller coaster. Yeah. You know, after you rode a roller coaster and you go stand on the ground, it still feels like you're on it. You're like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. You're just kind of like, ah. Well, God promises to be the rock of our life. Mm. And the closer I got, the more I learned about Him. And that's how we get closer to Him. I mean, if you want to find a best friend, you have to know everything about them. So in order to find a best friend, I had to start learning who Jesus was. Mm. And that came through a counselor, that came through books, that came through reading the Word, that came through going to church. And I started setting those things into my life and not allowing anything to deter me from them. And the closer I got to Him, the more solid I could stand on ground and peace and comfort came. Wow. I'm hearing from you, like you became more confident, more of like you knew who you were. Yeah. You know, it's amazing about God. What He does is His love goes into our life and is able to start mending what was broken by the world, which strengthens you to be able to stand against the things that you used to do. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was extremely hard to not go out with my friends and, you know, go party and have fun. But those ways led me to where I was. And I knew I didn't want to be in that place anymore in my life. I wanted peace. Amber, let me ask you a question. Because somebody right now is listening. And they're kind of in that spot where, you know, they feel like something has happened to them. That they've lost all their value. There isn't any hope. And they're kind of listening. They're like, you know, is there any hope for me? And actually, they're sitting on the edge of their seat wondering, is there hope for me? What would you say to that person right now? I would say absolutely there's hope. You know, I give an analogy of a penny all the time. I take two pennies. You have an old penny and a new penny. The old penny is dingy looking. The new penny is shiny copper. One's been touched, abused, and passed around. The other one has not. Mm. But they still spend the same. God created us with the same value in us regardless of what has happened in our life. We just have to learn if we were to take that penny back to the creator, they could shine that penny up to look brand new again. Uh That's what we have in Jesus. Uh That's the hope we have in him. No matter what you've been through, your value is still the same. He puts you here for a plan and a purpose with a calling on your life for this very moment in time. Amber, that is so good. Amber, thank you so much for being on our show, sharing how Jesus has totally transformed your life. Truly, it was a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Hey, don't turn that dial. Let's talk a little bit more right after the break. Real life is made possible this week with the help of On Fire Merchant Services and our Awakening the Nation's monthly giving partners. If you own your own business taking Visa and MasterCard, call and get a quote from On Fire Merchant Services. On Fire Merchant Services is on fire to serve you. Look them up at onfiremerchantservices.com or call them at 877-333-6682. That's onfiremerchantservices.com or 877-333-6682. Real Life Radio is a ministry of Awakening the Nations, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that depends on your donations. If you would like to find out more about Awakening the Nations or make a tax-deductible donation, please visit our website at awakeningthenations.com or call us at 877-480-4477. That's awakeningthenations.com or 877-480-4477. More real life starts now. Welcome back, where we're going to go deeper into what you just heard. You know what I really heard in this show? I heard that there's so many people walking around not knowing their value in their lives. You? 
Do you feel like you have value in your life? What makes us feel like we do or do not have value? It could be that we lose something or that we get rejected by a relationship, maybe lose some type of job status, and then it can leave us feeling pretty worthless. Have you been there? I know I have. But where does your value actually come from? Who says that you have value or don't have value? And if you have value, how valuable are you? I tell you the truth. Your value is not in how much money you have. Let me give you an example. Value is based upon the purchaser when you're talking about goods, right? So if one purchases an item for a very large price, it ups the value of that type of thing. Well, think about what God has paid for you. He has paid the price of his very own son, the blood of his son, Jesus Christ. He paid more than money. He paid with his own son's blood. Matthew chapter 26, verse 28, it says, For this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for the many for the remission of sins. Jesus shed his blood for you. He purchased you from the devil. You are valuable. Father God, I'm praying for this revelation for the person who's saying, gosh, my life is wrecked. I don't have any value. I don't have any purpose. You do. There is greater value in you. And God knows that because he paid the price for you. So Lord, give them that revelation right now of what you had paid for them. What is really the potential that is there? I'm asking for that revelation to be passed right now in Jesus' mighty name. Well, I hope you're blessed by this testimony and I know that your life was touched. If you need prayer, please give us a call at 877-480-4477. That's 877-480-4477. See you next time.